Yep. Yeah. What do you got written down? Well, I had an intro. Okay. We haven't given an intro yet. Okay. What's the intro going to be? Yeah, I guess we kind of just hopped right into this. Yeah. Um. I hope the audio works good. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll do it again tomorrow. This is a practice. Yeah. Um. Intro. So we're sticking with the Duck Wild. Sure. Podcast. Sure. Welcome to the Duck Wild Podcast with your hosts Hayden. Hayden. And Jackson. And Bill. And more Bill. However you prefer it. Depending on who you are. <laughs> Depending on who you are. Alright. Yep. Your inability to not tell stories. That's why we're recording this today because oh, yeah. we've been talking about doing this for a long time. Yep. And then it was like I finally got the stuff to do it. And we're sitting here and you just keep telling people stories about going to Colorado. And yep. I was like, Well, I'll just get my shit and we'll go now. <laughs> so Get right into it. Yep. Alright. So you went to Colorado. Went to Colorado. Yeah, so uh, I guess it's back in probably March. Uh, Michael called me. He asked me. He's like, hey, you want to go to Colorado with me this year? Um, typically, him and his best friend go. They've gone, I mean, eight or nine years now consecutively. Or, uh, I don't know, maybe not consecutively, but pretty close. They go quite often. And uh, I guess his buddy couldn't go this year, so he called me up and asked me if I wanted to go. Can't pass up that opportunity. Um, so I ended up taking it, but it's kind of good. It was, it's fun to like push yourself out of that comfort zone, you know, because like here in Arkansas, and if you're going to go bow hunting, you know, you go get climb up in a tree. I mean, there are people that do stalking and stuff like that, but you know, you're going to climb up in a tree, climb up in a box stand, something like that, and shoot them out of a tree um, rather than. You know, you're up in anywhere from eight to 11, 12,000 feet in elevation trying to stalk these animals. There's no, I don't think it gets any better than that. So You're not seeing Jack. And not seeing Jack. Okay. I will say, now I think we, we were there for six days, and we heard three bugles and a cow call, but we never laid eyes on anything. That... That's tough because you got to make yourself get up every single day and go back and do it again, not knowing if you're going to hear or see anything. So that's kind of like the mental challenge of it. But like I said, again, that's pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, which is, which is fun. I mean, you know, you don't get to do that every day. You know, you only get to go once a year. And so for me getting asked to march and working, you know, you're constantly working towards something. So like my thing that I started this year was, you know, obviously going to the gym and stuff like that. And so to give yourself a goal to set, because, you know, the mountains up there ain't no joke. In the Rocky Mountains, it is, that's a new, that's another ball game. And so like kind of working, you know, towards a goal like that was nice. And then once you get up there and you realize that what all you've been doing is kind of paid off, like for me physically at that point, was really nice. It was a lot of fun. Well, personally, I'm glad you got the, uh, the bad one out of the way because then you could film the next one and it won't. You yeah. something going on. I know. I feel like if you film this one, you should be like, I want you to get, I think you should need to go with me next time. Like, or, you know, down the road sometime. Because trying to, like, video while you're trying to, and, you know, it's not like we were stalking anything. And I feel like maybe it would have been a little bit different if we were, like, you know, on the tail of something, then, like, trying to whip your phone out and stuff. But when you're, when you're trying to hunt 
and you know you're only getting that one shot that's pretty tough like it's tough to remember to oh hey mm. let me pull up my gopro real quick or something like that mm. and strap it to your head or anything like that because you know you only get one shot i was having a hard time at the dallas card show this past weekend with the same thing so i'm looking around and there's stuff going on or like Johnny Manziel sitting there signing stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I should probably be recording this. Yeah. You, just, See, you get caught head, up in doing whatever you're doing. That's how, like, the difference between us, because, like, in my head, I would not think one bit to record that. Mm. Just, I've gotten to the point now where I record or take a picture of just about everything. Even if it's just really fast and it's not a good one, I, yeah. we could be out somewhere random, and I'll just take a photo of something. Yeah, no, I'm I'd rather have it than you know, be bad than not. And Say, for me, I'm, like, the more of a living in the moment guy. I have two, but then those, there's times where, like, a month later, you're like, damn, no, I, I get wish it. I had a photo. I get it. Yeah. No, no. Like, we went to, like, Brock, the weekend before last, we went to Brock's bachelor party. Yep. And we took, like, maybe two photos. The whole time? Yeah. Like, it was very, Brock wanted to be very, like, phones away about hang out and be present. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, not a single one of us has a photo, like, with Brock for <laughs> his bachelor party or whatever, which was weird. That's so, so, in hindsight, it's like, we probably should take time. Yeah, I get that. But it was still fun. We enjoyed it. And I took some video stuff from Trip for Fun. Mm-hmm. Was that fun, Trip? Yeah, it was really fun. That cabin was super cool. Um, they're stupid nice. Like, cause, like, you know how people name boats? Mm-hmm. These cabins all have, like, names to them. So you're driving mm-hmm. on this one dirt road, and there's all these million dollar cabins mm-hmm. that you can rent with these just goofy names. And that's, like, the thing there. That's how it was in Seaside. Because the lake's, like, 20 minutes from there. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's like, that's how I described it. I was like, it's like Gulf Shores, Seaside. Everybody names in the house. middle of Oklahoma, because there's like a strip of like touristy shops and hot dog stands. And where is it? Where'd y'all go? Broken. Broken Bow Lake. Broken Bow. But it's like uh, it was like 15 minutes off the lake. There's mm-hmm. a cigar shop and a distillery and stuff. Assuming y'all made a stop. Mm-mm, I didn't make a stop. What? I didn't want to go in there. Well, I, I wanted to. We never got around to it. Dang. Who yeah. won golf? We did. It was was like scramble, and teams of three. No, it was teams of four and like a team of five. I can't remember what the number was, but it was me, Toomey, Zoni, and then one of Brock's buddies, JD. We won. There you go. I think we went shot like 13 under or something. Mm-hmm. Really? But yeah. It was good. Well, because originally, okay, so the last like five holes are like, we should just cheat, call it a day. And then we ended up playing and we didn't have to cheat. We ended up like birdieing out and then eagled the last hole. We're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> we don't lose. No. We don't lose. No. 13 under uh, through. They, and that course was like, the course was okay. It was kind of like the quality of like, I'm trying to compare it to, maybe like Burns Park, maybe on a good day. Like mm-hmm. if Burns Park is having a, like a really plush good day. It was like that, but it was a little dry because it hadn't rained. And then it backs up to a lake. So like the 16th green is on like a peninsula going out over the water. Mm-hmm. But the water was so low that it just kind of looked bad. But like when the water was up, you could tell that it would look. I mean, the water would come up to, like, if the water's here, the green's there. That's just pretty close. Yeah. But it's pretty sweet. water was down, so it looked like shit. But... <laughs> Are you still playing golf? Yeah, it was still a good time. And Guess what I was doing while you were gone. What was this, two weekends ago? You were at home, weren't you? Oh, yeah. I didn't go home yeah. that weekend. And it, no, the Little Rock game. Yeah. No, I actually didn't go. I don't like me. It's hot. Yeah. I don't want to be able to. I don't really care to be in Little Rock. War Memorial is not a uh, tourist attraction. No, not one bit. And I heard they ran out of water. I think it was water and beer they ran out of. 
That's the two things you can't run out of. How do you run out of that? <laughs> we have Coke and hot dogs still. I, I mean, I guess I get if you run out of beer, but how do you run out of water? I feel like you'd run out of beer first. Or you shouldn't run out of beer. I know. That's but, the moneymaker. Yeah, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, from people buying beer all the time. And it's so hot, they all buy water. Yeah. But, like, water is the essential. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, right, because Catholic High School has all their games there, so they don't normally have beer there. True. When they play. True. Have you trusted in Arkansas? You think you'd have plenty of beer? Nope. Guess not. Nope. I had another point with Colorado to bring up, too. I can't remember what it was. Um, yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, you were talking about the gym. Mm-hmm. I need to go back. I've been off that grind. Get yeah. a little tubby. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a... Uh... The beard hides it, but... Ain't no beard for down here. <laughs> Uh, no, like, I mean, I think I lost 20 pounds since February. So, you know, and it's not like I'm this big old muscular dude or anything, but shedding that weight and like working on your cardio, you know, a lot. Because once you get up there in Colorado, you know, the, the air's thin. And that's, I don't know, I remember whenever we went, like, I, I don't remember where, oh, it was whenever we were coming up from the river whenever we're fly fishing you know you're like climbing up just that little steep oh yeah it's like and you it's like 10 feet and you feel like you're the most athletic person or unathletic person in the yeah. world yeah and so that was my biggest fear and when we, went to, when we went to colorado that was when like i had to be going to the gym a lot so like we were both were in good shape yeah no that's what i'm I saying i still feel like it kicked my butt yeah it will and it, i mean it's just because we're you know we're not used to that yeah but yeah. um yeah i'm talking about yeah there was only and we weren't even like that high like you were higher than we were there i'm pretty sure yeah, no, we were way, we were way higher. Um, but, you know, like, I wouldn't say, you know, this hunt, we would, we really got, like, into the really physical parts of it because, you know, when you're there, the, the most physical part of it is packing something out. So you got to think of how, you always got to keep in mind, like, how far you go back because you also got to remember you got to get that out of there where that meat spoils, especially this time of year because for archery, for elk, um, the season's from September 2nd to the 30th of September. So it's not very long. And, you know, even though you are in higher elevation stuff, so like in the morning time, I think one morning we woke up, um, maybe it was Tuesday morning, and there was frost on the ground. I mean, it's it probably got down to the high 20s, low 30s at night. Um, and so, you know, that, that part feels good. But, you know, 9 or 10 o'clock rolls around, and it's back up to 50-something degrees. And... If you got that meat sitting out there over 50 degrees, well, it's going to get spoiled in a couple hours. So you got to make sure you get it out of there. Um, but for us, you know, we didn't have the best luck. Um, I don't know what was going on. Nobody knew what was going on. I mean, they had um, that big uh, elk kill last year. So we had like a, they had a really bad winter in Colorado last year. And so the way that these elk work is in the summertime and stuff, you know, they hang out up on tops of these ridges and on these flat tops and stuff. But obviously whenever the snow gets bad, they can't eat anymore. So then they start dropping down in these valleys. That's just how it works in the wintertime. That's why, you know, you'll kill them in the valleys, like rifle hunting and stuff like that a lot. Um, but anyways, so this past season, um, up in the northwest region, uh, is what my uncle told me, is that... Northwest region of Colorado, 
the snow got so bad it trapped a lot of the elk up on the tops of these mountains where they couldn't get down and they ended up you know starving and dying and so i don't we don't we're not exactly sure that how much of an effect that had on it but you know we we met quite a few other people from around the country and nobody was having any luck nobody um we ended up staying in glenwood springs tuesday night uh right before we came home that on wednesday and uh there was a uh, three guys there and i didn't talk to them a whole lot but they had a small bull but like i Whenever I talked to them, they had said they'd only heard two bugles since they'd been there. And so I got a feeling that one just happened to walk up hey, on them. Hey, shout out to Bugles Chips. Every time you say bugle, that's my brain goes immediately. So it's a little like, put my finger, you know what I'm talking about? Those things suck. Those are not any good. Keep going. Um, but anyways, so yeah, they, they had that, I think it was like a 5x5. Five five, like just a small 5x5. Five five. It wasn't anything crazy. Um but like I said, that that's it. I mean, we talked to some guys from Paragold, Arkansas. I think they had been there for ten days, and they had only heard three bugles. They had thought, they had seen a moose. Obviously, they didn't have a tag for a moose, but at that point, you know, we we're just kind of sitting up there. Wait, I don't want to say wasting our time because you know, for anybody that's been to Colorado, it is a beautiful place. So. Um, but no, it was it was it was just kind of time to come home. I mean, the thing is too is whenever you're out there, you know, and you're having to make sure you get up every single day at, you know, five o'clock in the morning, being up, getting ready, getting out there before the sun rises, so you can hear those bugles and stuff. That's a confidence thing, you know. If you don't have any confidence to go out there, it makes the hunt a lot harder and a lot longer. So at that point, we were just kind of gassed from it, and figured we just go on, come on home. So lessons learned and takeaways from this one that you would take to the next one. Like say you go again next year, what would you learn from this one for? Uh, like the top three, like all right, this is what I make sure it happens next time. Outside of obviously the weather, can't do much with that. I think I will put it for the draw for the lottery system next time. You know, this time we went and so Colorado is broken up into a ton of units across the mm-hmm. state. Is it like zones in Arkansas? But yeah, it's, it's the same kind of thing if you go look on our map. But, you know, our map only has I think it's like 20 or 30-something. 30 30-something. Like it's... Like 29, 28. Yeah, something like that um, for deer zones. But then, you know, in Colorado, if you look at their map, they have 200-and-something. Like it's a, it's a ridiculous map. But their zones aren't as big um, in so many ways. But, you know, we're up in zone 15 and... Twenty-five or something like that. I think it was twenty-five, uh, twenty-six, twenty-six is what we're in actually. Um, and so those are public zones. You can hunt those. That's the national wild forest or forest and stuff like that. And uh, but for certain zones, they're private, and you have to put in for a lottery system for these zones. Well, they're they are the zones that you will be hiking in and camping like you there's no going back to the truck so once you're in there you're in there i think i'd probably do that next time because you know it's a little bit harder to get to they don't give out as many tags there's not gonna be many people in there but they give out tags for a reason because that's where the elk are and so 
That's what your uncle said too. Is that he wanted you to do? Yeah, that, I mean that next time. You know, he's done it numerous. Typically, whenever he goes, he goes for the draw now, and so that's kind of just the smart thing to do. You know, if you're going to go, put it for the draw because that the reason that they're giving out these tags is because they don't want too many people in there because they know that there's elk in there. So, I think I would do that. It's like a hundred and I think you said like ten bucks or something like that every time you put in for the tag, and it's off a point system. Um, and also, like, if you want to put in for, like, mule deer, moose, stuff like that, black bear, all that's based off a point system, and you have to put in for these tags every year, and your points, you know, keep building up and stuff like that, and your chances will get better and better the more points you have on pulling a tag. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely definitely put in for the tag next time. I mean, you might as well just start putting in. Like, even I could just start putting in, and it's like maybe one year all of a sudden I get one, it's like, oh, I guess we're going this year. Yeah, no, that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, you're not you're not guaranteed you're not gonna get it every year. Yeah, it's kind of how it is. You'll get it every two to three years, uh, and you know, for me, that doesn't bother me because, um, you know, obviously being a college student, you know, or wrapping up being a college student, uh, you know, I ain't got all the money in the world to spend on, because I think uh, when I paid seven hundred and sixty dollars for the tag last week, you know, to elk hunt. It's a lot of money. And so for the tags, you know, by the time you buy the tag, put it for the tags, or I guess for the draw, put it for the draw, you get it, then you got to go turn around and buy your license again. But, you know, having your own stuff, like you got to have a tent, sleeping bag, you got to make sure you have the right clothes, the right packs, all that stuff, because you got to make sure you're well prepared. So once you get a ticket, like say I get drawn next year, do I get one every year after that? or nope. is it? You have to put it for the draw every single year. But yeah, my points are still stacked. So like my chances are still. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't like reset. I don't know if your points stack or not. Actually, like if like bullet and they're gone the next year. Like yeah, back to one. I think that might be how that works. I was trying to think because like, guys like Cam Haynes, they go every year. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what he's doing. I don't either. Or if he bounces states, like whatever state he can get a tag against where he goes. Yeah. I don't know. How I don't know if he. I don't know the system. I don't know if he only goes public or. If he goes private too, like you know, he gets invited to go places and stuff like that. Still have tag though. Yeah, no, you still, yeah, still have to have tag. Let me just buy that one, right? But like, I just know for Colorado on the draw drawing system that I've learned, um, it sounds like that's the way to go. You know, it's a little bit harder to get, and you're not going to go maybe every year like you'd like to. I mean, you could still go and go hunt public land, you know, and like we did, and scrap it out and try to locate these elk as best as you can. That's just a little bit harder. So the, like the draw is not for public land per se. It's for like a almost like a refuge type thing. Yeah, yeah. You could call it, way. you could call it like a refuge because we're back again. We're back. Yep. Camera overheated because too much good stuff going on. And apparently there's something important going on over there too. Huh. Are we good? Yep. Uh, wait, you get a drink before we get back up. All right, let's rock and roll. It's, it's rocking and rolling. <laughs> Waiting on you, um, princess. All right, what were we talking about? I mean, we just move on. Okay. I think we covered the, the basis. Uh, the upcoming Arkansas seasons. Yeah. Deer season's in. What's today? The 14th in Deer nine season. days. Archery starts on the 23rd. Teal season starts tomorrow, 15th. Is it tomorrow? Yep. 
Uh, best time of year. National holiday. I've been really wanting to get more uh, some more deer action this season or this this year. So only like, one person can control that. That's why th- I've been doing it. Got some pants. Got some new Kuyu pants. Got a camera Shout set up. Shout out Huh? Shout out Kuyu. Sh- shout out. Uh, send us some stuff. Yeah. Uh, got a camera set up. Or two, technically. I want to grandmother's place. I need to put that stand out there, but there's a chance it won't get done. So I might just have to climb it. <laughs> so. well, you got to climb it out there. Yeah, it'll be fine. We live 25 minutes away from the WMA out here, so that's where you're going to kill some big ones. I've never killed a deer before. And I've also never done it with a bow. So to do both for the first time at the same time would be pretty cool. So. Practice. Yep. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to especially living so close to this WMA right here because, you know, just go out there and won't well, take that was any like, time. We went dove hunting, was that two weeks ago? That last, was last Tuesday. Week. That was last Tuesday. Well, I guess it the middle it was a Tuesday morning. Like, I yeah. mean, it's right there. We just go. We were I mean, out of there us, by 10. Took us 15, 20 real. minutes. No, we got out of there before that. Was it? Oh, yeah, I think so we, we got we, out at like 8.30 because I had class. Yeah, we, you had class at 10.30. Right. No, we left at 8. Because remember, we went and moved that camera. Yeah. And then we went to class. Which, there's a deer on the camera, so that's good. Deer yes. are real, dove are not. Dove are not. Dove are fake. They dove make are run by the government. You sit there in that field and stare at each other. Yeah. For about an hour, and you're like, these, these are fake. Yeah. Except for that one clip. I didn't show you the edit. I showed John Henry. I put an edit on the, the clip of you being like, dove aren't real. And I go, there's one right behind you. And the hat tour, it zooms in on the dove. You could catch the dove in the top corner huh. of that clip, go, whoop. <laughs> and you just turn and look. And I think we saw like six that entire day. Well, the problem was we know, we don't dove hunt a lot. So the first like four, we're like, are those doves? I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to shoot at it. Especially if they're like coming like a really far. Like that one, the last one that I took that shot at, which I had that stupid full choke in still, but. You know, it's coming right at you from a distance. Like, you can't tell. Because you're looking for that long tail in the back. Well, like, and the, the wing. They get, their wings have got like, like a certain little, like, angle to them. Yeah, that little bow to them. Yeah. But I always look for the tail because it's like that long and super pointy. But when it's coming at you, you're like, I, I can't, can't tell. No. And it looked black, I remember, because the sun was coming up, so it was kind of had a shadow. Yeah, you put black. us on the sunrise flat. Yeah. I didn't think back. I didn't even think about sunrise. Yeah. Well, I don't think it would make a difference anyways. Cause... No. Well, the first, like, four... They flew towards the sun. Yeah, I guess you're right. So I guess they would flown towards us. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, dove aren't real. So yeah. I made them up. That's all right. I made them up to sell stools and little mojos. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm already 0 for 1, though, on the season. Yep. Shooting. That's all right. Actually, you're 0 for 2 if you can't Colorado, too. Just on hunts. I didn't shoot in Colorado. On hunts in general. I tell you what, though. I was 2 for 2 whenever I shot in Colorado. What did you shoot in Colorado? I shot a... Uh, gosh, what's it called? Grouse, something, some type of bird. I don't know, some some type of bird, and then a mole. Hey, I was the one shot wonder out there. You could just do that. You just with the bow and oh. No, yeah, I didn't shoot with the bow. Okay. Yeah. So you're two for four. I didn't shoot at an elk. That doesn't count as a miss. So you're. I'm two for three. Okay, that's fine. So you're you're batting what, six sixty six? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. That's well over Hall of Fame stats. What's your what's your average right now? I shot a chip. So you're zero. I'm I'm not even zero. I'm just blank. They still have a dash in the spot. Yeah. Uncertain, unanswered. You wanna 
First shot of the season. Do you think you hit it? Uh, what am I shooting at? Till. Where you go, Till Hunt? Till? Probably. First shot of the season. Probably not. No. But Is now it? I'm going to just because you're I, I want to be able Just because you're talking smack. I can promise you right now, unless it's unless it like lands on the water or it's like coming right at me. My shotgun is upstairs. Go get a plate out of the cabinet just and throw, throw it. it and <laughs> no, I, I'll hit. Well, I like, I like dove season because it kind of helps you get your aim down and stuff for teal. Because then teal come and they're, you know, they're quick and small. But, you know, then mallard, then it comes to those mallards and stuff. That's lights out. No, I, uh, I'm looking forward to it though. Trying to decide whenever I'm going to go home next to go till hunting. I was like, because like, till season always rolls around. And I never go. Like, I'll go once or twice. I went with you once and we didn't see anything. And I went with Preston and somebody that one time and we ran into y'all and the engine crapped out on that boat or the motor crapped out. Oh, on the boat. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that so? Season? Yeah. Because it was still hot. Yeah, I, uh, it's fun. I mean, if you can get on them. You can go in and somewhere that's pretty open and get on them. It's, it's a good time. And also, they're really good eating. They're probably the best, in my opinion. The only teal I've seen killed was during duck season. And it was, you know, we were breaking up all that ice in that one spot. It was me, you, Hunter, and Gray. Remember Gray was standing out there, like, squawking? Yeah. It was that. That was the one time. There was a green wing. Oh, yeah. Hunter shot that one. That was the only bird that got killed that day. Yeah. That was a slow day. Yeah. That was a really slow day. No, you can kill. I mean, you know, they fly. You'll you'll kill it. well. That's the only time I've been around. You'll this time of year is whenever you'll kind of you'll catch some blue wing till, but yeah, you know, during the season you'll kill. Those I know blue wings big in like Louisiana, like that's our big thing. Yeah, and yeah, green south wings, green wings more here. South Louisiana. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it though. If I get to go, I'm planning on going that weekend that we play LSU. So well, we've talked about this a thousand times, but like just like this, but I still want to go turkey hunt. I've only been the once. I don't think you've been at all, have you? Damn good. I want to get it. It just—it's always kind of old Brady Byram. If he time of year, because it's in the springtime, and so, you know, last year I worked for mm. the baseball team and stuff, so or baseball season stuff's going on. It's just kind of a hard time, especially with school and stuff. To go home, go to deer camp for the weekend, to go turkey hunting. It's a little tough, but yeah, I'd like to go too. I heard it's a lot of fun. It was fun that one time. I mean, I was like, I had to have been like, like 14 maybe. It was probably early high school. Yeah. But it was a good time. It was fun. You know what I started thinking about yesterday? <laughs> it was that time that we went to that walk-in spot and Hunter brought that uh, boy with him. Dude. <laughs> that kid back got shot by Brody Jones. You want to tell the story on that? No. Yeah, I'll just know. have to cut it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk shit on some kid and then put it on the internet. (laughs) I'm a, there's just no reason to be like that. There's no reason. Yeah, the kid was a lot. But I remember Brody wanted to, he would have drowned him. So the moral of the story is, is if you get invited to go hunt with a bunch of people, be nice. If you're going hunting with people that you don't know that are new, one, don't even bring your duck calls. Don't. You're you. I want you silence out own. of you. Huh? I want silence out of you. Don't, Don't even bring your lanyard. That's just. It's almost disres- unless you're you know a championship caller. You're a known caller. Don't bring your duck calls. That's pretty disrespectful. Okay. He was to, a championship. Duck no, caller. he he was not. 
That he, kid he just was wailed. on paper. On, on paper? Right. No, because Hunter brought him because the guy was like, he was from Stuttgart or something. And he like competed in the competition. No. And, and placed highly in like the junior. No, no, no. This is a different kid. This boy? Is he not the same kid? Hunter knows his grandpa, and his grandpa know. wanted him to take him with hunting with us. Yeah. That's the only reason that he came with us. I thought he was not a championship. I thought he's college. still that might have been a hunter thing. Because every time we um like anytime any birds were in the sky, he, I remember he had three echoes. I don't I don't remember what they each one of them were, but he had three echoes on his J frames. Not even a cut down. He had three J frames. And we were hunting in the timber. Um but anyways and Every time we saw a bird, this kid doesn't matter how close they are, how far they are. He was worried they were deaf. Well, I guess. They're audibly I didn't kill two birds that day. I don't remember who killed nothing, Brody. I mean, I know me and Brody shot at the same one because we don't know who killed it. But anyways, two mallards were killed that day. I got that one. That, I got one that day because we had. I think on my lanyard, on my little That's game right. strap, we had three. Yeah. Because I have a photo of all three of them. And then I think Dalton had like a gaddy or something. I just so remember in being, total, there's like four. I remember, and I remember Brody had shot at the same Dalton bird. Dalton took them all home. Yeah. But I remember then picking up decoys. You know, that boy, he grabbed those birds. Well, first off, you remember he was standing on a stool in the water because the water was too high for High for him. It was up to here on me. Yeah. It was high. Stand on a stool. He hopped off that stool, left the stool in the water, didn't even pick it up. Yeah, because did Brody ever find it? I don't think he did. No, he did. It was Brody's stool. Was it? Or Hunter's. It might be Hunter's. Yeah, and uh, that sucker, he grabbed them birds and walked to the truck. Yeah, I don't know if they ever found it. There's just no. Don't be. We'll see if this story makes it in. I don't want to talk crap on some kid. I don't know. Oh, I don't. Did we say I don't his know name? him either, but golly. Did we say his name? We can leave it in if we didn't say his name. Oh, I don't remember if I said his name or not, to be honest with you. He was just a little punk. A little punk. The kid was like 12. No, he was not. He was older than that. Really? He was older than that. He's probably 15, 15 or 16 years old. Nah, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Ain't no reason to be like that. Yeah, he was That's probably the worst. That is. But I had no like emotional involvement at all, so I just laughed. Though. I thought it was funny. Well, it was, Hunter was over there throwing a fit. I never really like, said anything to him. No, because like, me and you were on the far right of this tree line, and they were all over there. Yeah, and like, but I, listen I, to Brody. Brody was, was right in the middle, I remember, and Brody was giving that kid hell. Rightfully so. That's what I remember. Just sitting there. I remember hearing, and I couldn't hear what the kid said, but I would hear what Brody would say. Yeah. And it was way funnier. No, Brody. He was, he, that Jackson Connor with us on that trip, too. I said for Jackson. He was there because he hit the kid. Yeah, he, he, didn't, he didn't like the kid either. Yeah. Like, that was the one time he went that season. Uh, he went with me, Hunter, and somebody else a long time ago. Well, I remember he got his license, new gun, waiters. Went maybe three times that season and then never went again. So he asked if I wanted to buy his gun. <laughs> or he bought that Frocky. He brought, yeah, he's got a nice gun. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that, though. That was funny. Yeah. Yep, season's coming up, though. Yeah, got to figure out when... Uh, Going home, being in Fayetteville makes it kind of hard to. Right. It's a long drive. Not a lot of ducks around here. Yeah. So we could hop up to Kansas if we wanted to. Bettner keeps talking to me about trying to get a Kansas. I'd license. like to go at least once. Kansas. Yeah, because we went goose hunting and it was that one. Because Kansas, it's like duck season and goose season stops. Goose season for a week and then duck season. And we were, we went in that week. Uh-huh. And so it was just geese. But there, I have videos. There's 
the ducks were insane. I mean, they were just massive clouds. Of you got to think whenever it's you know cold up there and it's not cold enough down here. When it's just fields there, there's no water. They just land in like the little creeks between fields. Mm-hmm. They'll take off, go land in the field, eat, go back. It ain't that far from here. I mean, no, it's like a what was it? Three, we went to Madison. They went to Madison, Kansas, but it was like near there. It's probably 30, 45 minutes outside of there. It was like four or five hours. Oh, so you, but I mean, it was like a drive to Texas. I'm pretty sure it's the same if you were to drive from here to Stuttgart. Yeah, yeah, but I'm it saying might have been like, a little longer. But I don't think there's so. probably some different areas that you could go up there, like probably a little bit closer. Oh, look, because I remember yeah. going, and Jack told me, and I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. I'll just look to Madison again, not Wisconsin. Yeah, no, I'd like to go up there. I'd also like to go up to Kansas and go deer hunting. Like driving through there yesterday, and you know that's that's another yeah, thing. Four hours. To Madison. We went into Madison to eat. I think. Yeah, four hours to Madison, so about four hours from here. Yeah. It really wasn't bad. No, but uh, what I was saying, though, was I'd like to go up there and try to deer hunt, too. Oh, yeah, they're massive. Yeah. They're all, like, you know, they're, they're all, all eating in those fed. fields and stuff, and so they're all It's huge. like a, E3 Farms is up there. Big body. With, the like, Adam LaRoche's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. Unless you live out like in East Arkansas and stuff, you know, hunting those fields, you know, for the majority of us, like that hunting South Arkansas and stuff, you know, you're hunting pines and stuff like that and hardwoods and bottom, river bottoms and stuff. So it's a, it'd definitely be a different, another challenge, you know, to be out there and kind of do that. But some big old deer out there, like big bodied because they're just all healthy, real healthy. But driving through, whenever you come back from Colorado, you know, you can just be driving on the freeway and see them out there on the tree line. What are they like up here? Like, I've never, I've never, I mean, I've seen them on the side of the road, but they don't count. I've never seen anybody, like, talk about killing one up here. Why so? Yeah. They're, they're, I've never seen anything about they're them. They're big up here in these WMAs. Yeah, because you're on this Missouri border mm-hmm. and stuff. Missouri's known for having big whitetail. Um, but in these Ozarks and these mountains, they get they get really big. I assume so. I've just never, because if, if I look back on it, I've never known anybody be like, oh, yeah, I killed this up in Fayetteville. Yeah. Well, you got to think, we don't know that many people from up here. Right. And so it's like, I don't know anything about it up here. Yeah. I know things about other places. I've know. seen some pictures of some kids that have pulled out deer out of that Weddington WMA. There's some pretty big ones in there. It's just getting to them, you know? Yeah. You, It's a lot of walking up mountains and stuff. That's another thing. You got to pack it out. You know, you I mean, you can drive in there and stuff, but you gotta get it out of the woods and so. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about the place we moved the camera to. Get one out of there, wouldn't be terrible. There's like one part where you go uphill, but other than that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you're kind of hit side hilling it. Right. You know. I don't think it'd be that yeah, it's not because if you go all the way up that hill, it's a, it's a point up there, and so. But you're kind of just side hilling it until you get out to one of those fingers and you go down one of those fingers. Um. But yeah, no, it's. It wouldn't be that bad. If you, if you have two people, you'd have to have two people. The problem is, though, is if it runs off down, you know, if you shoot it. If it drops down that it drops down that side. ridge. Yeah. That would suck. suck. Clean it there. Yeah, you just have to field dress it. Yeah, that would not be fun, though. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Huh? I didn't think about that. Yeah. Part of it, though, probably... That's why, like, my thing is, is going into that WMA, like, I don't, 
unless you're like in an okay spot to where it's pretty flat and stuff, shooting a doe is good because you can come home and, you know, cook it, do whatever you want with it. But, you know, if you're going to go like way back in there, it's gotta be worth please, it. if you go in there, don't shoot a doe. Just shoot a buck. Don't get a phone call be like, hey, come help me drag this out by the ears. I'd be so mad. <laughs> You'd do it, though. Well, yeah, you, I can't just leave it. You'd help. Um, yeah, I think that the season preps are going well. Season what? Preparations. Going well, other than the, the raccoons on the camera over there. Yeah. There's three of them on that one tree at once. Just eating on that peanut butter. Yeah, we ain't going to talk about that. Hey, we got we yeah, got. It, it's working way better now. It just took a couple moves. Yeah. Much well, better. and you know, whenever we put them out there, it's still kind of early. It's still hot, stuff mm. like that, so. It's like 50, what, 50-something this morning? Mm-hmm. Man, it's starting to cool. They'll start, they'll start shedding their felt and stuff, rubbing. Mm. So, hopefully we can start seeing them. But the rut will come When's next it? month sometime. October, November? Yeah. I think it's a, it's kind of like that week right there before Halloween is when the rut comes. Mm. So, that's whenever you really want to be out there. Because at that point. They get spooky horny. Yeah, they get real <laughs> horned up. But, you know, like, they'll just, you can be out there and you could not even have a monster buck on camera and he could be chasing some doe through there and just yeah. pop up. I like the, the first place we went, I was like, I didn't know anything about it. I liked that little clearing that it had, mm-hmm. which was cool, but I liked the second one a lot more. Well, and I think that that'd be like two, which I'd like to go back to that first place that we went to because last year we never went there. Yeah. There was, I mean, I showed you a picture. There was rubs all in that place and they were all new, relatively new. Um, but, you know, whenever I went in there, and that's not a bad place either. Like, you could shoot a doe in there, and that would not be a bad haul. No, no, that's flat. Only problem I mean, is, like, you're going up that little bitty, a little bit of an incline, but that's not bad. It was pretty flat. I mean, you're dragging through stuff, but you can go around it. Yeah. And then, like, there's that one spot where there's that big tree that fell. Mm-hmm. Not the big one, big one, but, like, the little one. That'd be yeah. kind of a pain. But... You just have to get around that. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have two people pulling on it, that wouldn't take no time to get out of there. No, it's flat. Uh, but that's like last year whenever I went in there, I had those two doe that probably 40, 50 yards from me. But, you know, at that point I wasn't. I was trying to shoot a buck. So, I don't know. We can uh, we can go in there a couple times and figure it out. Yeah, that's the point. I mean, you just got to go. You got to go and see. Yeah, I want to go. Especially on a new place like that that we're not, like, super familiar with. Like, I've been in there a number of times to hunt and stuff. And, I've, and I will say almost every time I've been, I've seen a doe. So like that's not the problem. It's just, you know, trying to get that buck to come. So I've been in there a handful of times just with you, just looking at stuff. I've never been in there to hunt. No, I think though, like this year, whenever we go in there, if you're in an okay spot like that, the first place that we would go to, shoot a doe. Just we can get the back straps and stuff like that. Just to say have, just to have something. Yeah. yeah. Catch cook clean. Or not catch. It'd just be a cook clean. Shoot. Shoot cook clean. Kill. Murder. Cook clean. Obliterate. Yeah. No, I think that'd be fun. Try to whip up some recipes. Some jerky. Yeah. I just want jerky. I've been on yeah, a jerky kick. Somebody some needs to make some jerky. I made some last year and it was really good. And that, that was a tweet for at Boyd Hilliard. <laughs> Cook up some jerky. The dude's mean with the jerky. And just in meat in general. He's good at that. He, he like acquires the skills. Cheap dehydrators. Yeah, I've got one at home. I grab yeah. it. Or we well, can, like we can just buy one. We got an academy. It's like 30 bucks, and it has little trays in it, so you can do a whole bunch at once. Yeah. It's nice. Um, hmm. We're going to wrap it up. It overheated again, but we're going to wrap it up anyway. Uh, 
Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll get that kink worked out. Uh, you want to hit a little what you read on? or uh... What you reading? Yeah, what you reading on? Yeah. So my mom gave me this the other day. Uh, God's purpose for your life. It's during the 65 devotions. So it's just starting on January 1st. It's not January. It's not January. Yeah, so yeah. I started. Um, so I didn't take it to Colorado with me because I didn't know if it was going to get messed up or not. Um, so let's see. Okay, so January 2nd. So it says all the details is for this one, Isaiah 25.1. Uh, oh, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will give you thanks to your name for you have worked wonders. Plans formed long ago with perfect faithfulness. It says, when thinking about God's will, it's easy to accept that he has grand, plan, grand plans for the church, nations, and even the world as a whole. But perhaps it is not easy for you to believe he has plans for you individually. That would mean that the sovereign Lord of the universe cares about you specifically, about the intimate details of your life, despite your flaws, failures, and mistakes. Even if we believe that in our minds, sometimes embracing it when things go wrong is not so easy. We wonder how God could let difficult things happen if he really cares about us. But Jesus says, the very hairs on your head are all numbered, Matthews 10.30. If he would pay attention to how many strands of hair you have, do you think he would be less vigilant about the path of your life? He truly cares about all your details, so entrust them to his hands and count his faithfulness. Count on his faithfulness. So, I don't know. I, I, I read that the other day, and, uh, you know... It's weird because it's kind of it's it's kind of one of those things kind of like hard to wrap your head around because you know everybody goes through trials and tribulations through your life but to know that like there's a bigger plan and like one day that you know everything's gonna be all right mm-hmm. it helps me from staying so stressed out there's some yeah. days you wake up and you're freaking out yeah like I just got so much to like today this morning I woke up at seven because I had a quiz today I thought I thought my mom was coming to town she coming to town next week so that helped a little bit yeah it's just like one of those things you're like. You gotta sit down, cool off, and be like, "You'll be all right." Yeah, I mean, in long term, you'll be all right. It for us, like now, we're in the stage of life to where you know we're growing up. You know, we're about to be on our own and stuff like that, and so, you know, that kind of stresses me out to think about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's just me in my own head, and to know that, you know, he has a bigger plan and a bigger purpose for me, and uh, so that's the only thing you can kind of do is pray and put it into his hands and just know that, you know, he'll take care of everything mm-hmm. for you, and even like. You know, looking at family and stuff like that. You know, if you get any problems with going within your family or friends and stuff like that, you know, it might be tough right now. But you know, if you just keep it in his hands, it might be tomorrow. It might be another twenty years down the road. So he'll have a plan for you, and it'll eventually pay off. So yeah. Well, I asked you to read that just because I wanted to. I wanted to put a little little spiritualness, a little God in this. Uh, into everything that we do, especially with Duck Wild and stuff, just because I want it to do well, and I know for, for it to do well, he's got to be there. So, uh, thanks. And yep. then I've also, like me, I feel like I've been in a slump recently, like in the last like couple months. Like, I was doing really well. Beginning of the year, from like January through April, I was I was up. And then July, like when I moved here, I was okay. And then the move happened, and then everything just kind of fell off just because I've been so busy. and You get distracted. Bad. I was bad distracted, but I I kind of came to that conclusion like a couple of days ago, really, and so 
trying to discipline, trying yeah. to resolve that around, trying to turn the back around, trying yeah. to get back in the gym, trying to get back in the word. No, I gotta, a, I gotta clean up some stuff, but that's the plan this weekend, just to chill out, relax. The weather's nice, and yeah, just get. This weekend is like the the, res, the reset. I've been traveling a bunch. Be at home, do nothing, watch the Titans. Well, that's for me, you know. Like, you know, I I went through like a tough spell about a year and a half ago, and so I'd be able to like now lean on his word. And you know, I will say like this summer, for example, I did not do as good of a job as I probably should have on you know staying with it and stuff. But you know, now that I'm back in school and. You know, we as a group like to go on Wednesday nights and stuff to church. Yeah, C3 it's a little is bit, a move. It's a little bit easier. Baptized like 20-something people. Yeah. Like, that was wild. It's a little bit easier Spirit when you get moving. a group of friends to do it with. And, you know, like for us, me and you, for example, like I told my mom before, you know, like holding each other accountable, mm. that's always a good thing. So. Get John Henry on that train, bro. Yeah. I couldn't get him to go last night. He kept my count, all these excuses. I was like, mm. Hey. I'll get him. You can keep on, we can keep on trying. Well, he'll complain to me and be like, I'm just not a very good Christian, man. I'm like, that's not, that's not, that's an, not excuse. an excuse. You're just sitting at home. Go do something. Yeah. Read the Bible. I hope you're watching this. Yeah. Me too, John Henry. Go to C3. Yeah. Or at least come down here and hang out in your room all day, turd. We, uh, C3 is good, though. Yeah. That'd be another, another, um, and I think it was a good thing, you know, like you kept saying, like you sent me that text last night saying that they baptized 20 something kids. Even though that is a lot in one night. I mean, but yeah, you got to think, you know, last week that, was it last week? Was the first week back on camp on the? I think it was week four last. We've been, this was the third time I've gone. Okay. Week four last. So week. then, yeah, you know, now you got all these freshmen and stuff coming in from all over the place, you know, and finally being able to, you know, get them locked into a church and stuff. Mm. That's a good thing. Got to get you baptized, too. Yeah. Should have done in Colorado. It'd have been cool. That would have been cold. But yeah, it'd be cool, though. That'd be freezing. Been a, that'd been a surreal experience, I feel like. Yeah. Come out of the water, look at that. No, I'm planning on it here really soon, so. Yep. No, I think that's a good thing to do. Especially, I think it's probably important for us to keep him a part of it, too, because, you know, we're being outdoorsmen and stuff. You know, you're in his 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 land, what he built, so I think that's an important thing. It's real easy to reset and believe when you just, like, go outside. You're yeah. like, there's no way. That's just like I was on the phone just a second ago, whenever that camera comes. Camera overheated again, so uh, I give up. A little rocky on the first episode. Yep. Hope Pretty you good kicks worked out. Kinks worked. Out. Hope you enjoyed. If you're on YouTube, like, follow, ring the little bell. If you're on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, give us a follow. Please, please. Or don't. We need it. Or don't. Trying to grow. That's fine. <laughs> you don't have to. Please.